Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He. I am your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host. This is Brindlebeard the Wise. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is Drew Carroll. <laughs> okay. And I don't know if Brindlebeard. <laughs> okay. For, okay. During the entire front end of the Patreon audio that we were just recording, Josh revealed a lot of his nerd side, and just now, that I mean, Brindlebeard the Wise, that's got to be some sort of Lord of the Rings thing, right? What's going on? Worse. <laughs> It's probably Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, uh, you call it what you want. No, I was uh, my wife and I were we were joking around this week because, uh, as you guys can probably tell, my my beard is coming in quite nice actually. Like oh, it's getting oh, it's indeed. getting nice and full. Um, this is only after like three and a half weeks of growth. Like so, it's going to be insane probably into in month four. But when I was standing in front of a mirror this week and I was looking at my beard. We noticed that I have these perfectly symmetrical formations of gray and red and brown (laughs) and black, like all colored within my beard. And I'm not kidding. It's not patches. It's perfect symmetry, like all across my beard. And uh, we were just sitting and she was like, oh, my gosh, it's like you're it's like you're a brindle. And I was like, like a dog. <laughs> she was like, well, I guess. Yeah, that's what that's what a brindle is. But <laughs> she's like, you're brindle beard. And I was like, yes, brindle beard. The wise. <laughs> OK, that does sound freaking awesome. Holy crap. <laughs> so I figured I'd try out a new name for this week. So far, I like it. Dude, I feel like that is a segment waiting to happen. If we could just sit, <laughs> if we could sit. Words if there was a time, beard. yeah, there you go. Yeah, if there was a moment we could sit at the feet of Brendelbeard the Wise and just hear <laughs> from your wisdom. <laughs> Sounds so freaking awesome! Dang it, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so let's let's knock out a few housekeeping things. Number one, uh, if if you want exclusive content, access to some awesome stuff. I mean, we were just talking about. <laughs> community college and how <laughs> sounds really fun, how right? prestigious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how prestigious it is uh, <laughs> then come join us over at patreon.com slash yumihi podcast and uh, two bucks a month gets you access to that uh, deleted audio so check that out That's by the great. way by the way, we do promise everyone who has paid $5, we will be speaking with you soon. We promise. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Five, five, $5 a month and you can talk to us about community college. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. For five or, bucks a month, uh, our second tier, you get access to a once a month live chat. So you want to be a part of that, right, Josh? Yeah. And we'll discuss with you computer RAM and Wi-Fi as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds, Sounds awesome. All, things, all good it? stuff, guys. Yeah. All good stuff. <laughs> So, uh, secondly, you might have been wondering what happened to last week's episode. We had a little bit of a technical error, but it still could be released in the future. It's going to take some work to make it happen. It was an amazing episode. We talked about laser bayonets and tigers. Laser yeah. bayonets, dude. <laughs> <sighs> so, it really was. So good. You know, and I, I'm just going to take a moment here, and I'm going to apologize to the podcast world because it was really my fault. Um, this is this is what happens when you record a line that doesn't have a microphone in it, and you only get two out of three voices, and everything Dang. sounds like two thirds of a joke, and it's just not as good that way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I'm like, sorry, everyone. It, it's kind of like it was a podcast with me and Josh, and then Drew was like in the other room, just kind of <laughs> laughing out loud every once in a while. <laughs> so wait, what's that? What's could... that flavored drink that you like to have all the time? Oh. Yeah, LaCroix. Oh, it's yeah, cool. last week's episode was our LaCroix. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Andrew was off in the distance saying, Yeah. <laughs> so it still may be released as sort of like a lost or a, uh, a, a filler episode at another day, but it's going to take a little bit of work. So we apologize for that. But, fellas, as we move into this week's episode, I think the main question on everybody's mind is, how did you celebrate your President's Day, bro? <laughs> Dude, I went all presidential. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know. <clears throat> yes. <Make? laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just <laughs> I didn't still today was President's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still had to work, so I didn't care. Oh, you had to work? <laughs> yeah, to work dude. Today? What a chump. Okay. Um <laughs> So, I feel like in honor of President's Day, there is one thing that we have to do, and that is rent out the presidential you. suite at the nearest hotel. It's classy move, classy move. Yeah, I mean that's that is one way to go. See, what I was thinking is a little more traditional. Let's get that bachelor update. Oh my oh god! Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Drew is allergic to the bachelor. Right here. <laughs> Wipe that thing down, bro. That's so gross. I did. Okay. Well, luckily it's mine. Most of it's in his beard anyway. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, <laughs> Drew. Let me ask you a question. Are you okay, Josh? Yeah. I'll I know be that okay. was really gross. I'll I feel right. <laughs> Dude, nobody just witnessed what I just witnessed. Like, I mean, I've been I've been cutting wood all day. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Okay, true. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I realized that I have I have an antenna. I have an air like, you know, I can get the local channels on TV. So, bro, I watched The Bachelor live this week. Like I got done watching it like 20 minutes ago. Did you see it this week? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh man, it's so different when you watch it live. You're so much more invested than on Hulu. That's all I have to you say. You have to watch it. the commercials though. Oh, Hulu has commercials too. Dang it. Not if you get that commercial free package, oh, baby. Extra two dollars. Worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, worth I know. it. We don't pay for it. So let me give you this let me give you this bachelor rundown. There is I have some great news and I have some very sad news, Drew. Sad so news prepare first. Prepare yourself. Uh the sad no, I can't see give it away <laughs> yet. It's like part way down. So let let's just I'm I'm gonna move a little bit quick through this one because the ending is what really matters. So Tation Colton had a one on one. Uh, she wore his football jersey and then they made out on a bed. Uh, is that sexy? Is that sexy if a girl wears your football jersey? <laughs> I would say no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you were sweating in that thing, right? <laughs> let, let's just let, let's put it this way. If, if you're a dude and your girl's wearing your high school jersey and then you start making out with her, it's almost kind of like you're making out with your with your linebacker. Or yourself, <laughs> or or yourself, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, I, I call weird on that one. I might be alone, but I call weird on that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> just me. Some maybe was, some dudes are into that. I was never on the football team, so. Oh, okay. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> so uh, then he has one on one with Kaylin. They go snowboarding, and so then Colton kind of calls her out because earlier Tasha had said that Kaylin was like only there to be the Bachelorette. She didn't really want to be with him at the end, and that turns into this huge crazy thing. Is that the girl that used to fight with Hannah B? Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. 
So her, so Kaylin and Colton end up having dinner in the equivalent. You're going to like this, Josh. They end up having dinner in the equivalent of what looks like either a old miner's shack or the cabin in the woods where a serial killer would hide a dead body. (laughs) That's sort of where they have dinner. Uh, And she decides that that is the perfect venue to let her to let herself uh, uh, tell Colton that she is falling in love with him. So that's the second girl to say that. Yeah, it's kind of like they're doing it. And they're they're kind of like staggering it out. It's interesting. And they're the two that don't like each other. Hannah B. Exactly. Oh, man. And the plot thickens. Right? Oh, baby. Getting crazy. Yeah. So So, is that the good news? Have we gotten um, to the good news? Not quite yet. Not quite yet. Okay. So he gives her a rose. She's good. So then he takes Hannah B. home to meet mom and dad. So Hannah B. sits down with Colton's mom and talks to her. And dude, she just pours it out, man. How much she's in love with this guy that she wants to be with him. And uh, the mom is just like, you know what? Just wear your heart on your sleeve. It's going to be great. Just keep wearing it's heart gonna on your sleeve. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great so for that the rest night, of us. <laughs> so that night, her and Colton have dinner in an airplane hangar, which I think is classy. Um, and she then proceeds to tell him that she is still falling in love with him. He continues to tell her that he still appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> And then he sends her home. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> dude, why would he take her to meet his parents and then send Bro. her home? Dude, that's... I think he he had a heart-to-heart with his dad, and his dad just set him right and was just like, trust your gut. And then he sat down in front of Hannah B, and he was like, you know what? She's crazy. I'm good. So, <laughs> I appreciate that. So, dude, our girl, dude, Hannah B, goes home. But it's interesting because every time Colton breaks up with a girl on a one-on-one, he walks them out, he put, he hugs them, he puts them in a limo, and then they drive away and he never has to see them again. And I'm like, every breakup should be this way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just break up with her, you say, can I walk you out? You put her in a limo, and then she just goes. Like, <laughs> so it's like the one thing they're getting right on the show. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so basically, I think it's down to like, six girls maybe and uh, they go on a group date they get to ride on a train it's excellent but a couple things you need to know number one Heather sends herself home but she just feels like you know what it's just not I don't know if I'm gonna get there with you but the interesting thing is rather than sending her away in a limo he sends her away on a steam train so it's it's a pretty like that's a pretty classy move it's a more romantic (laughs) way of sending someone home I guess well it's gonna take a lot longer (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, there's this awkward moment where she's standing on the back of the train looking at him and he's standing at the station looking at her and the train is just slowly pulling away and if you're just like they're staring at each other for like 15 minutes till she gets around the bend. <laughs> just walk away. <laughs> so technically she's not disqualified. Uh she's probably coming back. No. She's done skis. There's another girl she's that left skis. like that too and her reasoning was uh you know, I don't really, I don't want to compete for your love. <laughs> On the bench. And that's the premise of the show <laughs> yeah, is competing for love. <laughs> Here, here's a question for everybody, because you, you said, Hannah B said this. At what point, after you continue to fall in love with someone, 
does that falling just like stop? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Were you when just you maybe say floating there? Yeah, when you say I'm continuing to fall in love with you or I keep I keep falling in love with you. When do you stop falling in love with somebody? <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense to me. I Dude, you fall in love with them every day, bro. Every day. You've been watching way too much Bachelor. <laughs> so basically at the end of the day, everybody is talking crap about everybody else. Everybody is saying about every other girl that she's not ready to marry you, but I am. That's kind of what the whole thing is going around. And Colton is crying and like legitimately there's tears coming out of his eyes because he just is so confused and doesn't know what to do. But at the end of the day, he sends home Kerpa, which I feel like she was flying under the radar for a very long time. And she then was. she just got, she got super conniving in this episode, bro. And then plus her name's Kerpa. So it was just a good idea to send her home. So. That's a really weird name. Kerpa. Her she, name would have been Kerpa like Underwood. She needs to be like a villain on Mario Brothers. You know, like <laughs> King Kerpa. Kerpa. Kerpa Troopa <laughs> oh my gosh. or something. I, Dude, I don't she know. Was, she was the villain of this episode. I'll tell you that. So, yeah. uh, so Colton uh, next week, dude, he goes home to meet the parents of all these ladies. We'll see what happens. I, dude, our girl Hannah B went home. I don't know. I don't even know who to root for anymore, bro. You could start with shutting the TV. off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point they're all so generic. I feel like maybe that's the, maybe that's the answer, but you want to see who this virgin's going to end up with, bro. You want to see. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> so there you go. There's your bachelor update, dude. Make sure you watch. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. So, uh, <laughs> so before we move on, there is one more thing I need to tell you guys about. So. Have you guys ever worked in close proximity to in a, like with other people in an office and there's like the shared bathroom? Yes. I'm talking guys and girls. Have you been in that situation before? No. Oh, yeah, no. Although right, we had uh, yeah, we had no, guys and girls we, I mean, still. Well, we live in California. <laughs> so all bathrooms now are technically supposed to be open to everybody. Everybody. Yeah, at all times, but do you, do you guys get those signs that's like a mermaid or a centaur and it's like, who cares? Just wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those? No. No. <laughs> I like that though. Maybe it's a Utah thing. <laughs> Must be. Anyways. The land my of wife mermaids works. and centaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my, my wife works in this office where there's, a, there's like an equal number of guys and girls and it's a rather small office and there's one bathroom right in the middle of the office Oof. that everybody uses. And I'm talking, if you got to take a dump, you're basically like, you're, you're center stage. <laughs> like It's time for people to know. Dude. Who and every, everybody's did... timing you and knows. You know, they know if you've been in there for too long. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't take a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe do. Just own it. Just, yeah. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, that's right. It's that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... There, there's one guy who works in the office who the, the west wall of his office, which is the wall that he sits and faces while he's on his computer, is like the east wall of the bathroom where the toilet is. So it's almost as if like you were on an airplane and he's sitting right behind you and you're sitting a seat ahead and you're pooping, but there's a wall <laughs> between you. And so... Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. This is a poor design. 
This oh, is a poorly oh, designed sure. office. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> so the two ladies in the office, one being my wife, decided one day when that guy was gone, if we are in the bathroom and we're sort of making noises, and by making noises, I mean you're just farting it up. <laughs> Can he hear you? <laughs> and so in one of the proudest moments I think I've ever <laughs> experienced, they told me that basically one of them went into the bathroom, one of them went into his office, and then the one in the bathroom would proceed to make fart noises with their mouth to see if the other one could hear them in his office. <laughs> I'm pleased to report that you can hear everything. <laughs> this poor guy. I'm also, I'm also pleased, to re- pleased to report that the one in the bathroom making the fart noises was my wife. So <laughs> proud, proud moment. Good week. I feel bad. Jordan, if you're listening, I'm sorry that that's your office. <laughs> but... That's a punishment. What did Jordan do? It's probably hilarious, dude. (laughs) He's just typing away programming and he's just hearing. (laughs) (laughs) I would be laughing all day long. You wouldn't get any work done, dude. Like at all. Oh my gosh. So Jordan, we salute you. Just like I'd create a tally of everybody in the office. (laughs) Yeah. You guys start rating them like like a leaderboard. (laughs) You guys remember those Bud Light commercials, Real American Heroes? (laughs) Jordan. Jordan. (laughs) This one's for you. (laughs) Somebody who comes walking out of the bathroom, ripped a huge one. You're just like, (laughs) (laughs) dang it! You go, you go. Yeah. Anytime you think, anytime you think that you've got a rough office situation. Just remember Jordan and salute that guy. He's, he's a he's a hero. He's a hero we all need but don't deserve. Is that what it is? That's <laughs> yeah, close enough. Okay, cool. Anyways, Josh, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, uh, I had a uh, actually this is gonna this is gonna sound bad. It seems like all my run-ins are always at Panera Bread. It's <laughs> <laughs> I love the place, but dude, it's just, good. <laughs> just always have these like run-ins. Um, so I read this week that Panera Bread is now in one phase of their corporation. Panera broke. So, oh no! Yeah, uh, they. Uh, so apparently, I, I, I had I had no idea this actually existed. But uh, a few years ago, apparently, Panera started a side business, um, and I forgot what it was called. It was Panera something, but basically, it's the same store you walk into a panera bread except you pay for nothing everything's free oh yeah yeah yeah. and the food is all based on what you think it should be worth so you give what you think it should be worth like a donation but some people don't have to pay anything they walk in you can take whatever anyway so the entire platform of this business was the human soul yeah um, people are naturally good. Good luck with that. Yeah, and they'll they'll pay for you know. Basically, it was an experiment in socialism. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, we're we're gonna support those that can afford it, and they should be able to have Panera Bread also. And the people that can't afford it will actually pay extra because they like the place and they understand what we're doing. Um, a few years after the experiment, I am proud to report that that phase of the business is now Panera broke. Yeah, um, oh they're God. shutting down the last <laughs> store. Um, apparently it's on the East Coast, and the reports were that uh, it was so underfunded they had to actually eat into Panera Bread's um, profits 
in oh. order to <laughs> pay off yeah. everything else associated with the, the the failed socialism of of what they of what they had. So I, I thought it was ironic because the real point of what I'm about to make is don't ever spend money at or large amounts of money at Panera Bread because they they might actually be broke. I, I went into Panera Bread this week to uh, to have a sandwich. Oh, spinach and artichoke souffle, super good. That's what I always have. Delicious. Too. Oh, oh, phenomenal. I paid with a fifty. And I literally sat at the register because they had no change in their drawer to, oh, no. <laughs> to compensate me back after paying for a 50. I guess I should count myself lucky. A lot of places don't actually even take a 50 anymore. Most of them, if you guys know, like on the Windows, say will not accept a bill higher than 20. So, right, I mean, right, right. you know, I was actually kind of happy that they took a 50. But I just I sat there and I started giggling because the, the girl at the register was like, um, I'm sorry, I I. I can you can you wait? I I have to go make change, and she you know I was like uh, sure is is there a problem? She was like well I I don't know if we carry cash, and I was like so your Panera broke? What a jerk! She just kind of looked at me, and I was like it's okay, it was funny. You can laugh. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> she was like. I'll be right back. <laughs> so oh, she man. went to go talk to her supervisor, right? Here's here's a really great thing. To break a 50, she, to went, break to a 50, she went to talk to her supervisor. talk to her supervisor. Supervisor comes out and they have to they have to open whatever, whether it's a safe or whatever underneath the register. The vault. To pull, yeah, to pull money out. And I guess literally her till had nothing. Like oh. like nothing in it. So she she her supervisor walks away. She starts counting, counting everything out. And uh, um, she, she gives me my cash. And she's like, I'm really sorry, but I have to go. Uh, I have to go talk to her again because I'm $2 short. And uh, I, I have to go get more ones. And I was like, sure. <laughs> she just, just kind of sat there. And I was like, well, you do what you have to do. And so I'm just sitting there, right? The line is backing up behind me. It's <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning, dude. And there are more oh and more God. people. So, you know, I'm sure there are people in that line saying, gosh, why do I always get stuck behind this guy? You know, like <laughs> the guy that pays with 50. The joker, the guy who's yeah, got the jokes. <laughs> exactly. So she walks off to go get the $2, right? And uh, there was another till that was open right next door. And the woman who was standing next door to me, she was like, you know, you could just let them keep that and put it in a tip jar and then they can help everyone else behind you. And I was like, yeah, I could. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she actually said that? Yeah. What is it with people that? at Panera yeah. Bread, dude? <laughs> she tried to, like, whisper it to me so it wasn't, like, too loud. But that was my response. I was like, yeah, I could. <laughs> I just turned and around. Just, and then the power pause. <laughs> and waited. Until my two dollars was delivered, and as she was walking away, I whistled over, and she didn't turn around. But I just slowly put the two dollars in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And then went and sat down. So yeah, I don't know why these things always happen to me at Panera Bread, but they. I mean, I'm not trying to dog you, Panera Bread. I really like eating there. Uh, yeah. You have good food. It's solid. I'm always relaxed there, but. You got some pretentious customers, <laughs> and I'm not one, obviously, but you, you have some. <laughs> Dude, like one of the things moving to Utah that I cannot even believe is I, there is like no Panera here at all. I've never seen a Panera here in Utah. <laughs> and I've got that My Panera membership that's just like eating a hole in my wallet. And I'm like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> 
So you have like no Panera out there at all? Dude, not even one, bro. It's probably not illegal in Utah. Maybe. I don't know. I think this situation, their, their money woes, though, could be very easily fixed. The CEO just needs to step outside and say, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> it fixes everything. Um, I think they would be fine. Uh, not quite sure that's how it works. But yeah, he, he could do that. <laughs> Good old Panera so, Bread. Anyway, so outside of that, and then, you know, discovering my inner Brindle beard, you know, it was decent week nice dude. so i'd uh, say <laughs> things like that don't happen to me I, th- I don't know why they continue to happen to me <laughs> why do i always get that one customer that like i'm stuck with at panera bread that's trying to be an a-hole to me like <laughs> you know <laughs> sure okay i just gave him a 50 but that doesn't mean that i should just give over the rest of my cash because they didn't have it readily available <laughs> just like, i can't i can't break this 50 but if you want to order something could i interest you in a muffin and a muffin <laughs> That's probably and a muffin <laughs> and a muffin. <laughs> That's probably a ploy by by Panera. They're like, we won't take out all of his change. <laughs> Usually, they'll give it over in a tip, or they'll say, "Oh, just keep oh, it." Oh, just keep it. It's okay. <laughs> so if you stick around, you probably hear him doing that to the next customer also. That's like tries the, to pay cash. It's, yeah, it's like it's the ultimate grift. They're <laughs> yeah. just constantly two dollars short. <laughs> oh, I don't have enough money for that. <laughs> That's how they're going to get back in the black, dude. Uh, $2 at a time. That's how you, <laughs> that's how you make up for Panera Broke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I had a pretty good week, dude. Um, so I was on Reddit. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> so I was on Reddit anyways. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I follow this uh, <laughs> this subreddit called Trashy, and excellent. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. This one was on Public Freakout. I lied. Also excellent. also excellent. That's all I was trying to get out of you when I did eh. What? A, a little bit of a public freakout. Oh. Like, didn't seem to phase you at all, though. <laughs> We're not in public. So I, I stumbled across this video on there, dude, and it made me think of all the times that, like, you know, as friends, like, we've pranked each other or, you know, done something that we thought probably maybe would have been questionable. But this was just absolutely terrible, dude. So this guy passes out, and uh, his friends glue rubber penises <laughs> to his back. <laughs> Ten of them. Can you wait? What did they glue on his back? Rubber penises. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the the feed is breaking up. Can you say it one more time? They glued rubber penises. Are you sure they weren't silicone? (laughs) To his back. (laughs) The tone and inflection that you use when you say rubber penises (laughs) is so good. I love it. So, and not only that, dude, but. They're pretty good size. And I'm looking at them right now. Oh my gosh. They're bright. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like that turtle from Ninja Turtle. You know the one that has Bebop? all the spi- Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 
Bebop was the warthog. What are you doing? Oh, the other one. Rocksteady. <laughs> Rocksteady was a rhinoceros. What are which, you doing? Which one was the turtle that had spikes on him? I don't know then. Toka and Razor. Oh, it could have been Toka oh, from okay. Secret of the Ooze, the second okay. film. Okay, <laughs> sure. Stop. Too much. <laughs> okay, sorry. Ramboy. <laughs> he totally does look like Toka. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, his buddy is filming him throughout this whole process. The guy finding out that he has rubber penises glued to his back. <laughs> Then it shows him in, in the shower trying to wash him off, and the guy's crying. <laughs> then it shows him scrambling to find something to cover himself with, and then somehow get into a cart, which he's a heavy set guy also. What did they use to glue it down? Something very strong. <laughs> Liquid nails. <laughs> Dude, it's not coming off. And then it shows him <laughs> with a sheet over his back at the emergency room in line, and his oh. buddy's filming oh. it, and he's like crying, laughing. <laughs> uh, I see him crying in the shower. He's so <laughs> sad. He's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad, dude. Why would you hang out with those people? <laughs> I don't know what lang- I don't know what language they're speaking, but you can just hear the emotion. And why do they have all of those? <laughs> and it's a room yeah, full of question. dudes. That's a, that's a better question. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, he's surrounded by dogs, and they keep jumping up and trying to bite him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think back to the times when, like, the one time when I was, like, pulling up in your driveway, and you were, like, throwing Vienna sausages at my car. (laughs) (laughs) And it used to make me so mad. (laughs) But at least you never did this. (laughs) See, dude, it wasn't that bad of a prank what I was doing. Yeah, I, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> Drew's weapon of choice. Now, Vienna sausages. <laughs> yeah, for real. Daniel, <laughs> one day. <laughs> Another friend of ours, Daniel, who was in the band for a while. I, I called him over to pick something up, and when he came over and he got out of his car, I started throwing Vienna sausages at him, and I also started shooting him with an airsoft gun at the same time. So oh that he couldn't Kimbo. rush me. <laughs> and his door was wide open, dude. And I threw one and it just splatted on the side of his seat, dude. Just oh, dude. Driver's side seat. Just <laughs> you were you were such an a-hole at one time, dude. That's so gross, dude. How did you okay, the, the real question I have is how did you have so much access to Vienna sausages? Like, did you go out and buy these or what was of the course? <laughs> dude, they were so cheap. Kept it, kept it alongside his spam collection. Dude, they're perfect oh. for throwing at things. Did you? But did you ever eat them, or did you strictly buy them for ammunition? Uh, I would sometimes eat the spicy ones, um, but no, I, I'm no, not a lot. They didn't taste good. Well, they, they weren't bad. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> no, no way, dude. Spread dude. them on a cracker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross, dude. Like seventy-year-old you is showing. Be careful. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, so hey, dirty. Speaking of other men doing <laughs> things to other men, I don't know if that's a great segue, but no, uh, it's definitely not. Move on, please. <laughs> See you in a minute. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
All right, and welcome back to the show, guys. Tonight, uh, in honor of this amazing festival that I heard about in Japan, I just want to share with you guys this article that I found um, because it's the way that they identify the luckiest men of the year. And I don't know about you, but I just don't even know what to say. So I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Wait, luck- luckiest man? <laughs> I'm listening. This was, this was on the BBC. And uh, this was from February 17th, 2019. This is the headline. I'm going to butcher this, I know. Sadaijai Ayo. Near naked crowds hunt for lucky sticks at Japanese festival. Wait. What? Yeah. Okay, near, here we go. <laughs> near naked crowds hunt for lucky sticks. Sticks. Yeah. <laughs> near sticks. naked crowds. <laughs> what kind of sticks? Hunt for lucky sticks. Lucky ones. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what it says. Thousands of near naked men seeking luck have scrambled to find two sacred sticks as part of an ancient Japanese festival. It's thought about 10,000 men wearing nothing but <laughs> white loincloths took part in a ceremony at, the, uh, at a Buddhist temple in Okoyama on Saturday. Participants were purified in water before scrambling to find sticks that had been thrown into the crowd. <clears throat> oh my. Those who found the 20 centimeter long sticks called Shinji are believed to be the luckiest men of the year. <laughs> now... I'd say all 10,000 are. (laughs) (laughs) I want to share with you how this festival works. It says, this was the 510th anniversary of the festival, which dates back to the Miramachi period of Japanese history. It kicked off with thousands of participants bathing in cold water of the Yoshi River in order to purify them before they hunted for the Shinji. Then... (laughs) At 11 p.m. You keep saying that word. (laughs) Do not think you mean... (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Then at about 11 o'clock, once the purification stage was complete, the lights were turned off. (laughs) (laughs) The The temple chief priest stands at the window and throws two Shinji into the crowd. And I want to reiterate... 10,000 naked, almost naked men in the dark. Two Shinji are thrown into the crowd and it says, a mass jostle ensues for the following two hours as the crowd of men pushed and felt around for the sacred sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. The pair who left the temple ground holding the sticks were crowned the lucky winner. (laughs) Dude. So, if you're in the back, you don't even have a shot. I mean, it depends on where the chief priest decides to throw the Shinji. <laughs> yeah, but dude, how far can he get it? I'm assuming this guy's probably decently old. I mean, if he's the temple chief priest at a Buddhist temple, I mean... Yeah. Even if even if he's... <laughs> I'm looking at this photo that's on that's, that's part of the story, and I'm having flashbacks to, to that spoof about the Matrix. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Morpheus. <laughs> What can we expect at the party? Machines! <laughs> oh, well, yes, I love you. <laughs> I don't know why. I just <laughs> So it says, as it wraps up, it says, 
Uh, it's one of the highlights of the Japanese traditional festival calendar. Aside from the luck the Shinji bring, it is also a fertility yeah. festival that is thought to bring good harvest for the rest of the year. It usually falls about the same time as the Lunar New Year. Thousands of people go to the temple to light lanterns and watch the men compete for the Shinji. Oh, man. Dude. That's a lot of confidence right there. <laughs> Going no, out no, 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 no. Like wrong, that. wrong. <laughs> that is a lot of ignorance right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude. Everyone's everyone's wearing a diaper. They're in thongs and socks. <laughs> yeah. In the dark. In the dark, feeling around for sticks. I mean, uh, pushing and feeling. Oh, dude, pushing and feeling for the sacred stick. <laughs> <laughs> pushing and feeling. For the Shinji. I, be, I bet you the uh, Shinji is probably just two sticks that were broken off from a tree. It's <laughs> 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 The, uh, the wise Maybe he didn't is. even throw any out there. <laughs> <laughs> and they just grabbed some sticks that were on the ground. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah that one. The feeling and the jostle, jostling have gone on for long enough. That guy wins. <laughs> that guy wins. <laughs> Let's not kid oh. ourselves. We're all losers here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There is no stick. I just like to see the men gather in their underwear. <laughs> We've been calling them back for 510 years and they just keep coming back. <laughs> so there you go, guys. Next time you're uh, near Okoyama, Japan, you can uh, you can put on a diaper and fight for the Shinji. <laughs> Maybe we could start our own here. <laughs> I'm out. It'll probably be about <laughs> as successful as the fire festival. <laughs> if this this was a movie, there would just be a hard cut to Drew standing in the middle of a field wearing a diaper and being like, where's everybody at? <laughs> Guess I get both sticks. <laughs> Lucky you. If you're by yourself, all three. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for that uh, that nugget, Rob. <laughs> well, what they what they could have done is they could have take, taken the guy who got the stuff glued on his back and slapped him and just made him run through the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> now it's a party. All right, enough rubber penis jokes. Let's talk about what we've learned. <laughs> Number one. We'll probably never ever experience a nickname as awesome as Brindlebeard the Wise. You just, dude, you just. Nobody ever gets that lucky. That's freaking amazing. It's so good. I'm I'm very happy to have it. All right, number two. Apparently, all you have to do in order to be the luckiest guy in the world is just grab hold of the Shinji, and so. <laughs> Just grab hold of the Shinji. <laughs> In a sea of men. <laughs> Just turn out the lights, feel around, and grab hold of the Shinji. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, anyways. And number three, uh, 
there's nobody in the world who says the words rubber penises better than Andrew. So please, one last time, <laughs> take us home, Drew. <clears throat> rubber penises. <laughs> that was completely different than how you said it earlier. It really show. was. You yeah. failed. Okay, anyways. Rubber hey, penises. <laughs> okay, it's you're closer to how you said it. I'm good. Let's get out of here. Let's <laughs> sign this bad boy off. We've said we've nope. talked about wieners way too much in this nope. episode. Say it one time. Josh said it. Now you say it. This is a brotherhood. <laughs> With Shinji. <laughs> Shinji. Um, so, hey, we just want to say thanks to everybody for listening and supporting the show. Say Make it. sure that we're... <laughs> say his name, Rob. Oh, my God. Make sure wherever you get your podcast, you go and leave us a review. And if you leave us a five star, it really helps out. Make sure you check us out at patreon.com slash podcast For only two bucks a month, you get the deleted audio. Great stuff. You're going to want to experience that. So sign up today. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, I'm your host, Rob Lambert. Brindle Beard, the wise. <laughs> Drew Carroll. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Shinji. <laughs> <laughs>